And I'm back, everybody. That's right. It's me, E. Reed, a.k.a. Melanin Seduction. And I'm back with a new episode for the Readality channel. This episode is My Two Cents. Now, My Two Cents is a space that I host where opinions are not facts, okay? We can have a dialogue and a conversation without being disrespectful and disruptive. And in this episode, I talk about the San Francisco drones that did a phenomenal show at the San Francisco game, uh, the Giants game. And then I also talked about Carlos King and what he said on his social media platforms and the Stereo Battle Royale. Now, if you don't know what the Stereo Battle Royale is, that means you need to download Stereo on your Android or your iPhone. And you need to follow us on over there so you can engage in the real live conversations because the shows that I upload, right, are coming from a live recording over there on stereo. So all the people you hear in the comments, that's happening in real time. So don't miss out, participate in the conversation and the song that you're listening to right now as I'm speaking in the background, that's your 310 boy out of Compton, California. You know what I mean? Shout out to the West Coast because it is the best coast. With that being said, enjoy the show and follow me on social media platforms, especially the one that you use the most. Contact me. Reach out to me. Let me know your feedback and your insight. And uh, yeah, I'll see you later. Have a good one. It's something about a black dress. I don't know what it is. It's something about a black dress. It's like a must-have, a long one, a short one, a body kind one, a summer dress one. You know, it's just something about it, you know. Something about it. That is not. Oh, I guess I did do that. Oh, okay. So that was right. All right. Um, that's my how I start my day playlist. So I just wanted to touch on a few things. You know what I'm saying? Um, wait a minute. 
Oh, that's right. Hold on, I gotta do something real quick. I gotta switch this cord out. Because I was so used to having this in the other port the other day when I did SGT that I just naturally put it in the same port. <laughs> but then I'm like, why do I sound equally, uh, you know, equally loud as the music? So, yeah. I want to turn that down. Anywho, okay, so I wanted to touch on a few things. So these are the three things I'm going to stay on topic about, okay, as much as possible. Uh, uh why is it doing that? Okay. All right, so the San Francisco drones. All right. Well, actually, hold on. Well, yeah, I'm going to talk about San Francisco drones. So I'm going to, oh, let me post the link. That's what I should do. Hold on. I'm going to go post the link because... The way the Giants, well, the stadium and E-40 collaborated, and I feel like that was the theme of this weekend, was collaboration, right? And cohesiveness. So, oh, wait. Um, let me play this real quick. Hey, check us out. Hey, E, what's up? Oh, I was just about to go into the complaint box replay, and I seen you was on, so I'm just hanging out with you for a minute, actually. Thank you so okay. much. Okay. I got married yesterday, and it was an all black affair. Um, I saw. And it goes down. Definitely went down. We had such a great time. Um, but I'm here hanging out with you for a little bit. I can't really talk a whole lot because I am in the office, but I'm here to listen. Oh, no, nah, it's all good. Okay, so, um, hold on. I'm going to try and send this to myself so then I can post the link. Okay, so the, the game, the Giants game, I guess a couple of days ago or whatever, there was a drone show. And what they did was, was they, E40 did the playlist, I guess, right? And based on the playlist, they put together a drone show with all the different uh, rappers of the Bay. And I just thought that was so super dope, considering that this is the 50th, you know, the 50th anniversary of hip hop. And E-40 is definitely like one of the most known Bay Area rappers, right? And so for him to have collaborated with the... Um, with the stadium, ah, it it's an amazing light show. The light show is about 10 to 11 minutes, right? Um, so I am gonna post the link up here or whatever, and that way if people wanna go ahead and watch it, you know, or you know, if they ever hit the playback or whatnot. But oh my goodness, it was I just was in awe in watching it. Um All right, so, hold on, put that up there. Like, it was just super, super dope, like, to see uh, Two Shorts name up there. They opened it with Tupac um, being on there. They had uh, Mac Dre in that thing. You feel me? Of course, E-40 was in that thing. All I know is that it was super, super dope. 
and it was exciting to watch and i don't know i feel like lately i have been very very homesick very homesick and i don't know where that's stemming from all i know is that i miss home i miss the energy i miss the vibrations of it i miss the collectiveness of it i miss networking out there i'm i just miss a lot of things i miss a lot of my people who like just maybe that's what it is i miss being around people that are not blood related and know me for me i think that's what i'm craving right now in my spirit my spirit is craving surrounding myself with people who chose me you know what i'm saying not me choosing them and then picking and choosing when i want to be around or they chose me because the automatic connection is blood first so that gives you know a, an opportunity for something to grow into a bond and a friendship you know what i mean however these were literally just strangers who chose me and it, I am craving that right now. I am craving being chosen. And I, I don't think that's a bad thing. I don't think that should be looked at as a me too or a pick me or whatever it is, depending on what the intention of why you want to be chose. You know what I'm saying? Because like the whole pick me thing of like, oh, choose me, choose me. That's not like some thirst type thing, being desperate, wanting to be you know gain attention you do anything for attention like oh mom look at me i'm kind of like of a steward kind of a level that's not what i'm feeling i'm not feeling that you know what i'm saying i'm not i'm not i'm not i'm not craving superficial choosing i am craving authentic unconditional choosing I hope I don't even know if I'm describing it right because I've never heard anyone talk about this type of a subject matter, let alone even be able to articulate it in a way to distinguish that there's nothing wrong with wanting to be chose and not to be picked at piece by piece in a negative light. You know what I mean? Like it feels good to have people who don't know you choose you and want to be around you just for who you are not for what you can bring you know what i'm saying like that's where i'm at right now and i don't know where that energy is coming from but now i'm understanding it because it has been boggling my brain for the past i would say maybe three weeks as to why i've been feeling so heavy like this and it just keeps growing and growing and it I had to keep, I had to ask myself, like, why am I bouncing back and forth between stereo and fan base, stereo and fan base? Like, why am I bouncing back and forth? And I'm rationalizing all these different reasonings that if you put it there, it does make sense. But that doesn't mean that that is the root of the reason as to why I'm doing it. And now I can identify. I don't know what it was. Maybe it was, you know me in my meditation this morning and reading scripture or whatever but i have a better clarity of understanding why i'm craving being around people who choose me and i also feel like 
and I'm, this is not me segueing into the stereo battle royale. There was a lot of, I feel like this award show kind of in a very positive way showed that in real time. And I'll explain that further later. Well, let me put a note in my thing so I don't forget. <laughs> That's what I would go back to and I'm going to put a pin in it. Um, but anyway, back to uh, me craving being back at home. Oh, I was going to say, where's my sticky you know that? Okay, why well, I type this? Listen to this. Show you how to flip a dollar. I got food in my dining room. I'm better, I'm better, I'm better. It's another day, another chance. I, I wake up, up, I wanna, wanna dance. dance. So as long, long as, as I, I got, got my friends, I'm better, I'm better, I'm better. Missy so hot, I'm so happy. The car that I drive before my oven. Oh, that was smoking. Hey, What's going on? How you doing? Okay, okay. Happy Monday. What's going on, RJ? Hello, good morning. Um, excuse me. So, uh, back to the drones and me just missing home. So, I kind of went on a tangent a little bit about me missing home. But watching the video, like, it was just a lot of fun. And... I went on TikTok and then I tried to watch different angles of the bit of the um show. It just would have been amazing to actually see it. I ain't gonna hold you. It really would have. I would have loved to have that kind of content. That kind of the fact that I have to go look for it or it just came across my screen. Shout out to Hypey Culture on IG. But just the fact that I had to gain that type of content from another person when I feel like it was an opportunity I missed out on which then leads me to like missing home even more which then of course I'm like hmm, could I go back to the bay and like really just you know pick up where I left off you know could I do that and then short answer maybe Longer answer, it would definitely be a struggle. It would definitely be a struggle going back home and trying to pick up where I left off, especially given the fact that I wouldn't be going back by myself. So, yeah, that's that's not it. <laughs> that's not it. I would actually have to re- arrange the lifestyle that you know Georgia has now just to go back home and I'm not willing to sacrifice that you know I'm just not so with that being said I just make sure that I'm going to keep on my schedule for the year to take frequent trips back home so I don't know maybe going back home twice a year because I used to do that I used to make an attempt to go back home twice a year so <clears throat> excuse me I think that's what maybe I should go back to. I mean, I am going back home next month. 
already booked my ticket. I'm really excited. Um, I look forward to uh, seeing my people. I really do. And it's something about Bay Area air. <laughs> I can't explain it. It's like, I guess how people describe the New York smell or the grittiness of it all. I don't know. It's just the grind of the Bay. And even though, yes, the Bay Area for the most part right now is definitely turned into the wild, wild west. I don't know why that is. I don't know what kind of energy shift is trying to make its turn Uh for it to go from, you know, really chill and really cool to really, really crazy and bad right now. And then, you know, of course, things evolve and, you know, they get worse before they get better. So I'm really looking forward to seeing what better sides happen with the Bay Area um, and just the, like, I don't know, like, get back to just coming together more and stop being so corrupt and just not wanting to do and being so scary like especially like sf is known for sucker free you feel me like we don't do no sucker free stuff you dig so it's like <clears throat> it's like come on man let's make this happen Captain. hold on i need, need a sip of my coffee This energy, uh, this uh, this energizer drink is brought to us, well, brought to me. Okay, I'm drinking um, Starbucks Blonde mixed with some hazelnut creamers. Just saying, I'm kind of feeling it right now. Feeling it right now. Uh, I don't know, it's just really good. It's very light. And there's something about, I don't know, I'm starting to get out of the medium dark roast blends of coffee. I know I'm segueing a little bit. However, I really do like this. <clears throat> Excuse me. I really do like this blend. So I'm here for it. And like, I don't know. It's something about it. Like, I don't know. It's just light and airy. And smooth. I don't. I can't really explain it too much. Anyway. So. Uh. Now, when it comes to the stereo battle royale, here's my mind. Here's my two cents on that. Okay. Um, the <laughs> the overall award show was amazing. I did like it. It's my. I would have to say it is my now my first favorite award show that I've experienced here on the app. Now, at first, you know, that had that top spot was the Golden Mike Awards that happened in August of, not last year, I think maybe now two years ago or a year ago, maybe it was a year ago. It's been a year ago? No, I don't think it was last August. I don't know, whichever one Mrs. Smitty was on, okay? So that was my, where she was like helping them out in the background. So that was my first favorite one. Okay. And then they kind of go in order from there. However, that is now number two. And the one that happened over the weekend is number one as far as award shows. And, well, actually, you know what? I take that back. It would be the Stereo Battle Royale 
it would be the unverified awards and then it would be the golden mics that happened with Mrs. Smitty on there. It would go in that order. Uh, now, the Stereo Battle Royale, of course, it was a mixture. And for those uh, who are not on Stereo, make sure you download the Stereo app on Android or iPhone. Okay? you can Even if you have an Android computer, you can download it on your Android computer and still listen in the background while you're working on your laptop. Okay? Um, <clears throat> however... Uh, decorate your avatar as you see fit once you make your account. Follow me, E. Reed, aka Melon Seduction, and uh, just enjoy the community right now. It's a good time right now to join the community. That's all I'm saying. Just take advantage and just, I know you're like, oh my God, it's another app I need to download. But this one is actually work worth it. Okay, it's actually worth it. I will say that. And, uh, the Stereo Battle Royale is a is a collaboration between the King of Stereo and the Queen of Stereo Awards, where the King of Stereo Awards is hosted and were created and hosted were created by Donna Queen Donatella and uh, Gigi, aka She Games, and the King of Stereo Awards is a spinoff from I mean the Queen of Stereo Awards is a spinoff from the King of Stereo that is hosted and put together um, by. Scotty Scotty and whoever he puts on the committee okay now these two creators collaborated and they created the stereo battle royale and people went crazy with the promotions from what I saw at least just making sure with the campaigning when it comes to talking to the people and I mentioned this in the show yesterday in the complaint box that this particular award show and the King of Stereo Awards and the Queen of Stereo Awards, they focus on personal branding. They focus on who you are as an individual, not just your content, right? And I think that's really, really, really important because it challenges people to have to be honest with themselves about who they are and what they project onto social media and what they project, you know, to the world um, and the community and, and especially the community that they're a part of. You feel me? Now, what I found interesting was, you know, that there was some kind of, you know, a little turmoil at, you know, after the fact, because certain people feel some kind of way about, you know, strategies being taken. Which, mind you, anytime there's an award show, anytime there is, you know, a contest, <clears throat> excuse me, there's always going to be some kind of disgruntled participant that maybe didn't get what they wanted. Okay? So, that happened. It's going to happen. It, it comes with the territory. However, <clears throat> excuse me. Say I got, like, I'm just, like, keep coughing, like, excuse me for clearing my throat. You feel me? Uh, now... Let me let me stick with the the positive part of it before I give my two cents on what the com what the quote unquote complaint was because it really wasn't a complaint it really was just like a temper tantrum that's the way I'm describing it because that's really what it was because at this stage of the game for y'all who are not on stereo like this is not the first award show and strategies change every single award show. People find new things, they test out new things, they see what work, they see what don't, and they do better the next time, you know? And, <clears throat> excuse me, 
given the fact that uh, this is 2023, awards have been happening, I believe, since 2020 or 2021 at this stage of the game. And there's been many in between those those couple years where I feel like the stereo community understands the culture of the awards shows. You know what I mean? We understand award season and we know how the game goes. So there's no like, aha, gotcha, or no, I got him. There's no none of that. You feel me? Like we all understand the assignment, whether you participate or you don't, you know, whether you get nominated or you don't, whether you're a voter or you're not. Like we understand the assignment when it comes to the community. So uh, now the fact that Donna and Thadi had set the tone from the beginning, I believe carried throughout the entire uh, campaigning season. And then of course, up to the actual award show, it was the, it was the commanding, not, not in a condescending, disrespectful, I'm in charge and you're not kind of a way. It was very just firm and to the point. And this is what it is. This is what you got to do. This is what's expected. You know, the expectations were laid out from Jump Street. And I think that those who wanted to participate knew what they were and they followed protocol. Period. They followed protocol when it came to it. And now, mind you, I have had a love hate relationship when it comes to the award shows for various reasons reasons i'm not gonna dissect and go into now because it's really not relevant the only relevant part is that i have had a love and hate relationship with them and when it comes well i don't want to even say hate love and dislike love and dislike because i don't think i've ever really just overall hated them so that would be a very strong word to use to describe and it would be very 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 incorrect so it would be love and dislike when it comes to the award shows. So the I did I <laughs> I loved seeing the community watching them grow and mature in this moment. Whether people want to, you know, admit it or not or whatever, in general, without the nitpicking and you know, spotting this flaw or that flaw or what this person said and why this person's upset and pissed off or whatever, you know what I'm saying? Just overall, the community, I feel like, has matured since the very first award show. And the new people, of course, they're going to feel some kind of way because they're new. You know what I'm saying? But the people who've been here, if you, like, that's where I guess I can segue into. Like, the people who've been here, if you still are, like, if, you're, if you've been here and you sound like a newbie, and you're complaining about strategy and you're complaining about anything at this stage of the game that's not a that's not a culture that's not a stereo culture issue that's not a stereo award strategy issue that's a you issue that's a you issue period and that's just that's how over that's just how i feel about it overall i think it's i think it's dumb I think it's, and like I said, this is my opinion. I do. I think it's dumb to even have a grievance or a complaint. And I said it like in a nicer way yesterday that like, I don't even know 
how we're even having a like why is there even a grievance show you know but the fact that there even had to be one but it's mainly being having one because of in my opinion one sole person one sole person and i know it's probably weird that i'm even speaking on it given the fact of like the history of it all and you know and and what happened but this has nothing to do with that it really doesn't because let's just keep i'm a, just like i don't know maybe people just don't understand this or was even aware like i've been doing recaps of the award shows since i don't know probably the second golden mic or the third golden mic i've been doing recaps since then i just used to do them on church of tours i didn't do them i didn't have my two cents brought here i didn't do any of that i didn't make a whole separate show about it or whatever i did it the way that you know a lot of people know my two cents based on the verses you feel me giving your opinion about the verses so i just you know just added it to this but anyway going back to the point so like that's why i can sit up here and i can give a comparison a fair comparison of what's transpired with all of these award shows you know what i'm saying i've sat in every single one the unfair well not all of them because i definitely didn't go to the petty awards okay didn't do that but unverified awards by kid curly you know and his team that when they did theirs you feel me like i've gone to those you know so all i'm saying is is that the stereo community has definitely grown and matured when it comes to the award shows and they've gotten smarter you know and more strategic and i and like i said the word for the weekend was collaboration you know and <clears throat> Excuse me, and that's how I started off this this whole room or whatever was the collaboration of you know the um, the where at the Giants game you know the stadium and E40 collaborated to do a dope drone show, and then for the Stereo Battle Royale it was mainly collaboration, which we then learned from Kia and and Smoke Break what the collaboration actually looked like. And that's absolutely brilliant. And I'm going to tell you why. Because I shared a similar story, right? Because I'm always using me as an example, right? Because I don't, I, don't, I don't really talk about what I think I know. I talk about what I've been through and what I actually know. You feel me? So to actually, you know, make it make sense. <clears throat> Excuse me. And so it's like the other app that i was on prior to stereo we did just that everybody had a goal everybody's goal at one point wanted to be verified okay and they had different types of verification you can get it wasn't just one blue check mark okay because <laughs> depending on where you go to blue check marks don't mean nothing anyway but anyway the point is this everybody had there, there was different types of check marks on this particular app okay and so everybody's goal was to get a check mark whether in whether to get the general one or get the one based on the field that they're in because you can get a check mark if you were an author you can get a check mark if you were um a content creator like there were certain check marks that distinguished you to put you based on who your audience was so you could gain more of that audience like i wish that app had not died during COVID. And I am, matter of fact, I'm going to message Richard. I'm going to message him and be like, I need you to get back to, to get back and bring the app back, okay? Because people like me and other people that I know could definitely benefit off this app. 
like you can do everything on that app. You could have your own blogs, your own music. I mean, uh, uh, well, yeah, your music catalog, your pictures, video, all of that. Like it was a dope ass app. Anyway, I'm, I'm digress. So the whole point was about collaboration, right? And so this is why I said that their strategy worked because with that app, we had groups on Telegram, okay? And there were times throughout the day, which similar to what they did here on Stereo, which I don't know if they're still doing, you know, the whole share for share thing, but it was it was very similar to what we did over there on Halani's, okay? And it was a share for share thing. We had specific times throughout the day because everybody was in different time zones. So that way everybody could participate at their own discretion. You know what I'm saying? And you could keep the post up after you reshared it to your wall or you could take it down, but you had to leave it up for at least a minimum of an hour before taking it down. And we had moderators that check for it and all this other kind of, everybody was, everybody was on their shit. Like everybody knew what to do. You feel me? And it worked so smoothly to the point where we had like two, three of those groups going on at the same time. You dig? We even like, okay. Anyway, I'm getting too excited. The point is, is that because we did that, we all got verified. We all got verified. You see what I'm saying? So, and uh, we didn't just share links that were from the actual uh, app we were using. We shared outli outside links too. So if you had a video on TikTok, you could post that in there. You feel me? It just had to be a TikTok link on your page, right? And then you share your page link in the group so when people click on it they still go to your TikTok. you dig what i'm saying you get it so that's how we worked it and it was a well-oiled machine it was brilliant anyway <clears throat> the collaboration of it all is my point and focusing on what they did this week and i am proud to see the stereo community come together the way that it did but i think it the tone was set of course because king of stereo and queen of stereo came together you know, it's kind of like when your parents get back together, you know what I'm saying? Or whatever. I wouldn't know about that, but I'm just saying, like, that's what I would imagine it would look like. <laughs> that's what I would imagine it look like. Like, oh, your parents, you know, um, and it just, it just went great. And, but with the, the, the grievance, the temper tantrum of it all or whatever. Now, mind you, I wasn't there in Donna's room you know when the tide changed and it got on that and did i go hit the playback to find out to get better context nope because i don't really need it because at the end of the day i already know the person that's complaining i know them like a book you see what i'm saying you can't sit next to a person for almost a year and develop a bond with a person like that and you don't know how they operate so i didn't really need to go back you know what i'm saying there's so there's that uh and this is absolutely no shade because Pete, like, you know, like we all say here on stereo, you're allowed to feel how you feel. You know what I mean? However, what I didn't like, which is exactly what Donna was trying to drill into the conversation is you cannot like something, but you don't have to tear down another person or discredit another person on how they got the win because you feel some kind of way. You don't have, in other words, you can express your opinion without being disrespectful. And I don't know why that's a hard concept to grasp. Like, how old are we at this point? 
that is re- that to me that's ridiculous that's my opinion on it you feel me it's absolutely ridiculous it's asinine and it's childish it's immature especially when you stand on a platform and you use a platform and you are passing judgment on your platform all the time all the time you use all you like you use specific strategies and certain situations to subliminally clap back one would argue that is a disrespectful strategic move yet one another person would argue is that i'm just creating content based on my experience it don't make the hit any harder that it's a borderline disrespectful period but when you flat out just do that and then you want to argue semantics because that's what i heard when live and donna was talking now we just arguing semantics and that whole i'm just gonna call a spade a spade well then you need to call yourself a spade period and this is not me like crapping on him or nothing like that because i ain't got no dog in the fight but i just know who the player is and i know how the player plays go i've seen the playbook ain't nothing changed you know what i mean and it's unfortunate because i know it sucks don't get me wrong i know it sucks that you lose the, the, for the third time i get it that's embarrassing that's a hit to an ego that's a harsh blow because it's a public embarrassment but karma is a bitch karma's not nice and the whole like i ain't never hated on nobody i had i held my tongue and I only held my tongue because I asked them not to play my messages. Because that was a lie. And so I'm just sitting there and I'm listening. And I'm like, that's what made me say what I said in the other rooms yesterday about maybe it's not the content that people don't trust. It's you that people don't trust. Because he sat up there on the on the platform with Donna, Bunny J, and Tammy and lied to everybody in the room saying that he ain't ever hated on nobody. That's a lie. It's on tape. And I'm not and <laughs> I don't need to go into that for the stereo people, but for those who are not on stereo, like this particular person, they sat on their panel more than once and trashed my platform and trashed me as a person as an individual when i did nothing but show up for them and support them and have their back ride or die and then one day the switch went off and the lights went out and i got ridiculed kicked on stepped on all of that and that was embarrassing because it happened in front of a large group of people but all i can say is karma god don't like ugly and he ain't find a cute and I, I i think it sucks because 
the the live wire that I met right before all of that, I definitely would have been like, yes, he does. Absolutely. But when the representative goes away and you see the core person, sometimes you don't want King Henry VIII being the king. Because you don't know which way they're going to be based on the day to day. And in my opinion, a king is an overall is a person overall who can bring people together, can actually lead fairly justly right and can speak life into you just by sitting in the room just making you feel good just by sitting in the room don't even know you from a can of paint and every time i've ever been in the environment of los cruz like i've always felt something like an energy charge in a positive way you know what i'm saying i don't know if it's his cadence i don't know if it's the way he puts the words together to do his excuse me do his tagline i don't know all i know is that every time i'm in the room with los cruz and i'm not cool i'm not personable with him right but every time i'm around him I just think like I don't know the sun come out <laughs> I don't know it's weird hey check yourself I see you what do you do hey poo I mean because it's for the streets the streets gotta talk you know what I'm saying the streets gotta talk but at the end of the day I ain't gonna lie, it's kind of uncomfortable because these new people, they kind of, you know what I'm saying, don't get me wrong. Everybody want to build their name or they probably think they deserve more than what we give a fuck about. But it still creates a space for people can, you know, get shit off their chest type shit. Which, that was my title first, you guys at Thieves. But though, yeah, because <laughs> with the new people, like some new people are cool, don't get me wrong, not all. But a lot of shit I was hearing, I was kind of like, oh, look at this shit. Like, uh, shame what you became. But yeah, that's another story, though. What's up, <laughs> chat? What do you do? What do you do? What do you do? But I see you. What do you do? What do you do? What do you do? And shit, uh, if, I, if I fuck with the worst, the rest of y'all shit, what do you do to y'all, too? Shit. Like hey, what's up, y'all? Good morning. Hey, Dreamy, Menace Signs, Honey B, Big Daddy, RJ, you still rocking with me. What up, Butler? Um, so, yeah, I just. Like, I get it. Like, I understand, like, the new people being upset, you know, because they feel some kind of way. I mean, they're young, though. Like, she's like, old girl says she was 24. Baby, your brain ain't even finished developing yet. Like, you still got, like, maybe a year or so to go before it's finally, like, I'm done growing. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, like, I get it. You feel me? And emotions all over the place. And when you, when you in your young 20s, like, you feel invincible. Can't nobody tell you nothing. You know what I'm saying? Can't nobody tell you nothing. So I get it. I totally get it. Um, I do think A1 handled the situation. Uh, I was I was kind of impressed. Because it wasn't like back and forth, you know, rah, rah, rah. It was very like, rah, 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 rah. Okay. <laughs> It was kind of like, 
bringing us to binge and rewind and y'all know i love referencing movies it was given harlem nights in this theme where quick is shooting back and forth with arsenio hall's character and it's going pop 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 pop, pop and then old boy just go pop like it was given that you know that's what it was given um but i did appreciate uh them actually having a dialogue because even that is growth because they weren't screaming at each other you know what i mean they weren't just blatant like they were being disrespectful to each other but it wasn't like a slur of cuss words to where they didn't it was like it wasn't like they didn't have a vocabulary you know what i mean it was it was kind of Dare I say tasteful? Dare I say tasteful? I, I don't know. What are you doing? Stop shooting that little shit. Ah. Oh, hey, Uri. What's up, baby? <laughs> what are you doing? Stop shooting that little shit. Ah. Oh, hey, Uri. What's up, lady? <laughs> Oh, that reminds me. Stay tuned for later this afternoon. Um, later this afternoon. Uh, after preferably. Uh, let me see what time is it. It'll be after I pick up my daughter. So it'll be like still afternoon for me, but evening for y'all um, on Central and East Coast. So I'm gonna do a movie night. I'm trying. I'm testing. I'm testing something out and doing movie night Mondays. You feel me? Um. But anyway, <laughs> I'm sorry, that was so funny. I gotta play it again just one more time. Why are you doing? Stop shooting that little shit. Ah. Oh, hey, Reed. what's up, lady? <laughs> okay. Okay, okay, okay. I think you got it out my system. But anyway, <laughs> um, so yeah, I I thought it. I think maybe like them going back and forth and trying to figure it out. And I mean, at least we got to the root of <laughs> why they beefing though. You know what I'm saying? And what's interesting to me is that it was one name that uh. That they was uh, the strawberry chick. Like I heard, I heard stuff about her, and sitting in some of these rooms on the late night tip. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like especially when you had, you know, TS and then TSK and how TSK came to be and all of this. It was just a simple fact. Like, oh, this is like a real time soap opera just unfolding. This is like VH1 in real time. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I mean, this is VH1 in real time. So, yeah, it's just it was just really funny to me. Um, and then, oh, just the boldness. Now, I ain't going to hold you. See, now this is where I can say, this is a perfect example where I can say, 
I don't agree with it, but I'm not about to be disrespectful to this young lady neither on why she did and how she did what she did. But when old girl, dang, I can't think, I don't remember her name right now. But old girl who was up there at first with Thotty and Donna, right? And she said how she infiltrated A1 Dynasty. <laughs> like, just how bold she was. And she was like, she was, she was like, yeah. So and so sis told me stuff about y'all. So I decided to go over there and get my own information. Listen, I swear, I'm. <laughs> That's on some on some espionage kind of hype. Look, I ain't gonna hold you, yo. It was it was just the comfortability for me and how calm, cool, and collected she was to even voice that and say it out loud. Cause one would argue that's grimy, but another one would argue that hey, it's grimy out here in these stereo streets. <laughs> I don't know, yo. Like, it was just I was I was I was definitely entertained, but I was more shocked and surprised at some of the maturity and the transparency that these kids have unapologetically at that. Whereas it's a lot of people on this app that don't do that. And I'm not saying what I think. I'm saying what I know. You feel me? <laughs> you know how sometimes you think about something because you know the truth about something or somebody. You then you be like, mm, it ain't my place to talk about this. So you just don't. You feel me? That ain't my place. You know what I'm saying? But all I'm saying is just the how i appreciated the transparency and and how open that they were and even being open even have a conversation because you know it's been some creators on this app where they just like nah i ain't getting up on that panel with them nah i ain't finna do none of that but they was like and even though you know they took turns at one point they actually were up there together and even then still it wasn't no like it wasn't like a bunch of noise you feel me? But of course, I also give credit to Donna and Thotty even, you know, moderating that conversation the way that it was. Especially when Thotty noticed what I think a lot of us noticed. Like, okay, y'all just going in circles at this point. So how we get off this hamster wheel? You feel me? Um. So yeah. But, it's old, but it, it goes to show like how history repeats itself. Because... Um, and this given like what the third year of stereo, just the simple fact that when stereo first started out for y'all who weren't here in 2020 and just how many clicks and groups that there were, like there was a lot of them, like a lot of them, you feel me? And then slowly, but surely they just started to dwindle out or whatever the case is, but there was definitely a lot of them. And I remember one in particular, this one was put together by Disco Dave. Um, they used to... Uh, they used to do similar to the standard 
right? But it was all improv, though. So Standard is a scripted series, right? And so, um, and shout out to them for uh, being a part of Stereo Battle Royale. Uh, the one that Disco Dave and his crew used to do, it was all improv, but it was a weekly show, if I'm not mistaken. And everybody used to get up, you know, take turns getting up there. And what was interesting was that, you know, that was when we could only have two people on a panel. And you didn't know what was going to be in the messages. There was no transcripts. It was just messages. It just said nine plus. That was it. You feel me? You couldn't even see and scroll to see how many message you, messages you had or who sent you a message. It just said nine plus, whatever you played, that's what you heard. And you went off of that. Now, I ain't going to hold you. I think um, that does make it a little bit more. That does definitely make it more fun. Because it's, you know, it's like what, what the saying is, it's like a box of chocolates. You never know what you're going to get. You feel me? And improv shows are best with that feature when you don't know what someone is, what's being transcribed and who left the clip. Because that's the whole point of improv. You don't know what the next person's going to say. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, that was a good time. Good times. Uh so yeah i think the the strategy situation you know people cannot like strategies when it comes to politics or whatever but i feel like if it doesn't go against the rules of what the creators set the tone for it to be and what they say the criteria is then i don't think there's a there should be a problem you feel me i don't i think it's something that just has to be accepted and you don't have to like it and it's not forced upon you know anyone to like it or even to respect it but it is something to be accepted you feel me like it just is what it is and i think discrediting someone who uses a strategy that doesn't go against the criteria of the award show as not having any integrity is disrespectful i mean from what was said, like there was an opportunity for him to actually participate. And I guess he bowed out. I don't know what that snake comment was about from Kia. I don't know what happened in the background in the back chat. And I said that yesterday too. If there was some other stuff going on in the back, I'm not aware of it. And so I can't, I don't comment on it and it don't influence my thought process on even speaking on this situation. You feel me? Um, you know what I just thought about? I forgot to put my do not disturb on. Because I have a feeling that someone's either was, was about to call me or want to video chat me. So let me put that on. Um, so yeah, there's that. Uh, so that's really like my consensus of the Stereo Battle Royale. Overall, it was a, my favorite award show thus far it's in the top you know number one slot right above uh the unverified awards and then right above the um golden mike awards that mrs smitty was on when she you know um ran a whole bunch of stuff in the background and helping them out jose and daddy so that and that happened in august i want maybe it was last year i'm not quite sure all i know is that that's in slot number three so congratulations to all the winners and shout out to all the nominees. You feel me? And 
see this is where my love and dislike come from because like it made me really just think and listening to everybody's um reaction yesterday when they were getting asked questions about um how did they feel when they won and all of this and this goes back to what i was saying earlier about being chose right um oh see look i remembered to go back to my point <laughs> um hearing uh meg share you know her feelings and what she felt in that moment and los cruz you know it just it made me think like other than like the unverified awards i don't know if i was nominated for anything in the petty i, I doubt it i'm not looking for it i don't know but i'm mentioning it because i wasn't there um but for the ones that i was a part of and sat in and listened to or whatever other than the unverified awards because that is definitely an exception because i was already verified at the time um it's i've been nominated either as a person or my content whether it was solo content or collaborative content i've been nominated in every award show right however i never really like campaigned for it and some of those awards i did win right and as much as i used to try to like psych myself out like i don't care i don't care can't do nothing with it da, 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 da. and hearing meg and los cruz yesterday i don't know it just hit different and recognizing that yeah when you keep getting your when you hear your name change i mean your name called out or when they announce the winner and they say your name it's something about the winning factor because it's like you got chose you were chosen and that goes back to what i was saying about it's i don't i feel like there needs to be more conversations about taking away the negative stigma and looking at the the other side of it's okay to want to be chose it's perfectly okay it's like when you go up for a job and submit for an application or that promotion don't you want to be chose so it's a good thing when it comes to that but it should be looked frowned upon when it comes to other things like that picking and choosing like nah same philosophy different scenario you feel me like it's okay to want to be chose and i think for me personally right because i have i you know i'm challenged with certain issues when it comes to being chosen i always be on defense to be ready to not get chose instead of going on offense and being like hey choose me pick me like it's okay vote for me like it's i should feel okay with being okay to say choose me now that's something i'm gonna work out on a, you know on my own but it's just the acknowledgement of like yesterday and listening to meg and los cruz like i got it like i don't know some just clicked in my brain to where it was like you know what it's okay for you to tell these people that you deserve x y and z you feel me like it's perfectly all right now will i run 
for Queen of Stereo Awards, I don't know. I will say this. Similar, I will say this. I think I will adopt the the theology that um, Kia had, which was if I get nominated for something and I'm on the ballot, then I will campaign. But as far as like, oh, they have a category and I'm just going to insert myself because I'm trying, I got to dip my, my toe in the water. You know what I'm saying? I ain't, I don't know if I could just be like, just go full throttle because I could be really, really, really obnoxious if I really, really, really want something. You feel me? I am an only child. I am spoiled and I am a Taurus. And I'm mixed with Virgo and Aquarius. So that is a combination of if I want it, I'm going to do everything in my power to get it. Not to not not in a disrespectful or cheating kind of a way. You feel me? But I will definitely do what I can to make it like for real, for real. You know what I'm saying? And I will be obnoxious. I will be in all of, I will be in everybody's show. I will be in everybody's show. I will be all up and down your post timeline. Like, I don't care what it is. Like at some point, like every day, it'll be to the point where like, oh my God, I'm tired of seeing her. Like, oh my God, everywhere I go on stereo, like she right there. Like, why is she, like, why is she here? Like, you know what I'm saying? And I don't want to do that. So, um, hold on a second. Check this out and I'll be right back. Okay. Um. So like, yeah, like I don't know. Maybe that's what I'm gonna do. You know, the next time go around. Like, if that's the case, and that's it. There's like, um, like Stereo's Got Talent was nominated, right? And like we didn't like we promoted it the show on Thursday that we did. Like we did mention it. You feel me? But when I was doing the promo videos for SGT, I was mainly doing promo videos for people just to come to SGT, not to vote for us. You know what I'm saying? To the point where I was getting, I got a message from someone that didn't know that we were on the ballot until our name was called. Right? And then they felt bad. <laughs> They were like, oh, my God, I can't believe it. I didn't know. Da, da, da. And I mean, whether that's, you know, a fact or not, if they knew or not, I don't know. That's neither here nor there. That don't matter to me. It's just the fact that they went out of their way to even say something in the first place. But also just the simple fact that we were even nominated because Jersey and I do this, do the show for the people and for the community. We don't do it for us to be like, oh, we need to make content, you know, because the content that we were making when SGT was born had nothing to do with talent. It was about energy vampires. 
so you know then the great glitch happened and then here we are three years later you feel me so saying all that to say like we do it for the people but the fact that the show in any category that comes up that has to do with like a talent show a music show or whatever sgt gets nominated so i will definitely talk to jersey because um so that like if the show ever gets nominated again then we will definitely go hard for that we definitely will we will go hard and we will be active participants when it comes to it well i can't speak for jersey i can speak to jersey because <laughs> Jersey's gonna do what Jersey's gonna do, you know anything? But I can talk to him and um, see how he feels about that, and then go from there. Cause it would be, it would, it the intention would be different as to. No, no, not the intention, the the receiving of the award would be different because it would have been something we actually wanted to get versus oh if we got it we got it if we didn't okay you know um even i mean because that's overall gonna be there but i mean as far as like actually campaigning you know because we don't uh for the show but yet the show still has one and i don't know i would have to actually go back and listen to the golden mic awards and which one which awards like we won to even be like oh three time award <laughs> three time stereo award winning show <laughs> like i don't know maybe i might need to do that so i can include it into the promo because right now what i include in the promo for stereo's got talent is longest running talent show on stereo which is true we are we're the longest running talent show um so yeah there's that so i definitely have to take a look and and see and um i'll talk to jersey about it and everything okay so um the next thing the next order of business because i think i got everything out that i really wanted to address or say or whatever when it comes to the stereo battle royale you feel me congratulate everybody you talk about you know the success of the show and how it was ran and um just the inspiration i got from listening to smoke break and kia and Meg and Los Cruz and what I plan on doing next time. Um, and just, oh, wait. And then the fact that we were even runners up for, you know, original show, you know, like, that's dope. <laughs> so, you know, shout out to that. Like, you feel me? It goes to show like the community, the com we're not like SGT just isn't something where it's like, oh, SGT, you know, we're still like, a we're still a factor, I guess you could say. Because sometimes when you do shows or whatever, you know, you got your regulars or whatnot, it's like you a factor to those people versus being a factor to the community. So I feel like just in our name being on the ballot being nominated and um even being runner up like you know hey the show is still a factor in the community which is what's important to jersey and i you know what i'm saying because jersey and i do separate stuff you feel me like for the most part he's on the woke sector side you know with big boy now 
you know, and having those kind of conversations. You rarely see me on that sector. I might be in there every now and then, but you rarely see me over there, you know. So it's it's I think it's a good look. Uh what else? The aftermath between the two groups, history of that. Yeah, I think I covered everything for the most part. Uh now when it comes to uh what Carlos King said. So this is the reason why I wanted to play this when it comes to Carlos King. Because Oh snap, look at Breezy. Um hold on, I gotta go to my Instagram so I can find it because I put it in my save list. Y'all do that? Y'all put stuff in your save list? I know I do. Um Where is it? 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 Carlos King, Carlos King. I save a lot of stuff. Okay, so Carlos King is a uh, producer of several shows. He used to be an executive producer and producer and exec, well, not executive producer, but I think just a producer. But he was over there on Atlanta Housewives. He started off over there and then he branched off and he started doing his own thing. Okay. Um, And his latest shows that he has you know grown into an actual like ongoing machine at this point is love and marriage huntsville love and marriage dc and now love and marriage detroit okay and the flagship love and marriage huntsville like that show i have been watching that show since day one and I am so involved into the castmates. It's ridiculous. I follow them on all social media platforms. Uh, I look at the stuff that happens in the aftermath after they finish filming and everything like that. Because one thing that that show has definitely mastered, the castmates that is, is yes, once the camera start stops filming from production, doesn't mean that camera's going to stop filming on me. So there'll be a whole nother sub storyline going on afterwards. And it's not necessarily reported by the blogs because it's them doing it to one another. It's, it's absolutely crazy. And of course you, then you do have like YouTube bloggers such as Tasha K and others on there who definitely like give you the tea. You feel me? Um, Funky Dineva, uh, um king of reeds like they all do this a binge worthy you feel me like they all give you all the ins and outs and stuff like that however um it's the castmate themselves that you know it just hit a little bit different because it's not coming from a third party source you feel me it's not coming from hearsay or based on their perspective it's actually coming from the horse's mouth so saying all that to say carlos king has put together um has produced very well, like very good shows that shows a different side of what black love, black relationships and black community actually looks like in a successful, like financially stable, successful way. So when I sit in rooms where I hear people talk about, well, black people don't got this and black people need this and black people need to do more of this. It's like, it's in your face, but because you want to shit on reality TV, 
you don't want to give the opportunity to actually open your mind and your ears and your heart to see that what you're saying we don't have is right here on the TV screen or on your phone, whatever you're streaming on. Like it's right there. It's happening in real time. And thank God for people like Carlos King to want to even put that on TV. So little black boys and little black girls or you know, tweens and teens or whatever, young black adults, they can see something different based on, the, you know, outside the rhetoric of what they see on TV of black people ain't doing shit. Cause that's not the case at all. Now, are we like, has the community progressed in, you know, a vast way? Vast compared to who? Cause time is relative. So, I feel like, yeah, there is progress. It just may not be at the speed in which one subjectively wants the speed to be. That doesn't mean that it's not progressing. You know what I mean? Um, sidebar, I had a conversation with someone recently in an audio room, not here on stereo, another app. And he came in fiery hot because there's always that one person, no matter what the conversation is, they find some way to intertwine about how the black how the black community ain't doing shit and we still like like talks about us as if we still like all black people are outside you know the dark skins is outside and the light skins is inside and we do this shit on a regular basis where i'm not in nobody field right now now i'm on the, i'm on an app so what are you talking about right so anyway i challenged him in several things because the things that he was saying like he was basing it on family and saying like you know uh pe you know these people out in these streets and they doing this and they doing that and i had to ask him i was like well i don't have that in my family so is it really fair to say that all black families have those issues because that's not happening in mine none of that that you just described so what does that mean and he was kind of stumped and he couldn't even really answer the direct question. He had to go around it. And then, you know, like some people like to argue semantics, you feel me? And twist the words around to make their argument fit. Your argument still didn't fit because you couldn't answer the direct question of you. Like, can you really say all families are like that? No, you can't. But because you have to admit that you're wrong, that's a blow to your ego. And you don't want to budge and you want to stand 30 toes down. Okay, do that. But now I know that you're closed-minded. We can't have a conversation. You're too stubborn. And it is what it is. And this is coming from a Taurus. Stubborn as hell. Depending on the situation. Anyway. So, enough with that part. But all I'm saying is, is that bringing it back to Carlos King. Carlos King, from time to time, he does these, um, he does these uh, video clips. And he just gives like certain words of encouragement, right? You know, kind of like the whole motivational Monday, wisdom Wednesday, whatever hashtag you want to insert there. Okay. Um, however, what he said in this one I'm getting ready to play, it hit a little bit different. Just a little bit different. You feel me? And so, yeah, wait, hold on. Let me go ahead and play this. Turn this off. Let me see her while I'm missing, but I gotta turn you off now. In my life thus far has been through God's grace 
and mercy that he has on my life. I'm here because of God's grace. Simple point blank, okay? And everything I'm doing is what I've always wanted to do ever since I was 12 years old and my dreams are coming true. And what's beautiful about my journey is I feel like you guys have been a part of this journey since the beginning. Since Atlanta Housewives, then Hollywood Divas, and then the rest goes on and on. Love and Marriage Huntsville, it's been, you guys have been rocking with me and for me for a long time. And I could not think of a better group of people to share this moment with. And if I can make it, a little gay black boy from Detroit, Michigan, if I can make it, anyone can. And I'm here to tell you that too. Follow your dreams, follow your dreams. I'm a living testimony of somebody who simply followed their dreams. And, 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 and be, sh be very, very clear and sure of this. God can dream a bigger dream for you than you could ever dream for yourself. I am a living test. So. Thing I have achieved in my life thus far has been through God's grace and mercy that he has on my life. I'm here because of God's grace. Simple point blank. Okay, and everything I'm doing is what I've always wanted to do ever since I was 12 years old and my dreams are coming true. And what's beautiful about my journey is I feel like you guys have been a part of this journey since the beginning. Since Atlanta Housewives, then Hollywood Divas, and then the rest goes on and on. Love and Marriage Huntsville, it's been, you guys have been rocking with me and for me for a long time and i could not think of a better group of people to share this moment with and if i can make it a little gay black boy from detroit michigan if i can make it anyone can and i'm here to tell you that too follow your dreams follow your dreams i'm a living testimony of somebody who simply followed their dreams and 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 be sh be very very clear and sure of this god can dream a bigger dream for you than you could ever dream for yourself i am a living test so when i played that twice because it's always good to hear something twice especially a message like that so it can hit you know you hear it the first time but then it might register a little bit more and settle a little bit when you hear it a second time and the reason why that video hit different, because there's another video that he has um, that I go to uh, like most regularly recently. Um, it's this one, actually. Hold on. This is the one I listened to like since he posted it. Let me tell you the reason why you can't focus on other people's opinions when you're at the bottom people root for you to make it to the top they promote you they stand for you 
they are telling other people about how great you are. And the moment you make it to the top, those same people want to tear you down. The reason for this is because your success reminds them of the lack of their success. All of a sudden you hear things like, oh, you change. Oh, you got a big head. Be humble. Aren't you the same person that was rooting for me? We were rooting for you. We were all rooting for you. They root for you until you exceed, exceed what they were rooting you for. So don't bother concerning yourself with other people's opinions. Instead, continue the drive. Because the moment, the moment, you focus on the applause, you will become a prisoner of their booze. I'm just saying, it hit a little different, right? Okay, so back to the first video. Hold on, let me play this. What's up, Lord Shamit? Cause oh, what it do, what it do? Good afternoon. CB, put the check mark. How you doing? How you doing? Just passing through these stereo streets. I saw you was on, so you know I had to come by. What it do, what it do? I'm on my early campaign, Kings of Stereo 2024. I'm out here hustling. <laughs> What are we talking about? You doing um, movie reviews or something? Uh... Nope, not movie reviews today, tomorrow. Um, but yeah, oh, that reminds me. Uh, Lord Shamik, if you check your inbox, I sent you the correct, the, the, the video, I mean the video, the picture that I made that you screenshot from my profile. I sent you the actual picture so that way you can use it as your actual profile so none of the words get cut off. And I sent you two different ones. So one has, you know, just the, the crown and then the words DJ Lord Shamik for King of Stereo. But then the other one has what you said yesterday when you got up on the panel and you said it's overdue for sure or something like that you said, right? So that's what I put on there. Um... And I put it as an arch over the crown. So I sent it to your inbox. Um, the Instagram you have here on Stereo, link to that account. I sent it to, to that one. And I, I want to say thank you from the bottom of my heart for the quick little uh, emoji flyer thing that you made so quickly. I'm going to rock that proudly when I start really doing my campaign for this uh next king of stereo uh, i thank you man you so you're such a creative and uh enjoyable person man thank love you love you cuzzo hey you too but let me get back to doing what i'm doing i just popped in for a little bit i'm a holler i know i heard the um i listened to to tammy and bunny j playback you got a busy monday so uh don't work too hard okay um so yeah, uh, 
Oh, and you're very welcome. It was my pleasure. You know, the minute that uh <laughs> the minute that Donna said it, I was like, you know what? You absolutely right. And it goes back to what I was saying earlier about like what a king should represent. You feel me? And especially talking like representing this community. And I agree that you would be a wonderful king for this community. You've already been operating as a king in the community. So why not just get the the you know the actual symbol of what you already been doing since you got here? So yeah, I agree. It's overdue for the shoe. You feel me? <laughs> I thought that was I thought that was real clever. Uh so anywho's um yeah when it comes to what Carlos King said right about uh dreams and then um uh God has bigger dreams than what you may have. So when uh what's his name Rodney Perry came out here, right? And he was at the comedy show, you know, comedy club up the street, right? And I went to it, right? So the first night I went, I had bought one of his shirts. His he had a he has a hooded shirt, right? Not a sweatshirt, just a regular like long sleeve shirt, but it's got a hood on it. And I'm a hoodie girl, okay? I love a good hoodie. I don't listen. If you anybody want to send me a hoodie, thank you in advance. Um, so this morning when I'm getting, you know, throwing on some clothes to take Georgia to school. I threw on that hoodie. Now, the words on that hoodie says dream bigger. So imagine the alignment I felt as before I even watched that video that I played twice by Carlos King, I already had on a shirt that talked about dreaming big or dreaming bigger. Right? And there are things that have been in the works to where it, you know, the dream was me doing radio. Like, this was pretty much it. Like, I just wanted to talk and play music. <laughs> That's all I wanted to do is just talk and play music. That's it. However, God said not so. You know what I'm saying? And... He blessed me to cross paths with like amazing women to do shows with. And he blessed me to come across a, an amazing woman to be some, you know, be like a mentor to me on the tedious business side of me actually packaging myself as a like a biz, like an actual product. Does that make sense? Because it's easy to create a brand, you know, just keep up with the hashtags, website, bio link, take up, you know, social app, social media, real estate on apps, you know, get your, you know, profile up, make it consistent, da, 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 whatever. That's easy, right? That can be fun. That taps into your creative part. But the business tedious side of it, like that ain't, I don't like that kind of stuff. I ain't never been like an admin person. Pushing papers ain't me. I like pushing people. <laughs> that sounds so bad. <laughs> I like pushing people, okay? Not pushing paper. I like collecting paper because I push people. Does that make sense? I hope so. If you caught it, you caught it. If you didn't, I don't know what else to tell you. 
But saying all that to say, like, I am grateful to be able to be around certain individuals. You feel me? I'm grateful to be around uh, producers that are willing, <clears throat> excuse me, to think about me and send me music for me to use or just be like, actually, you know, say yes to my request of, oh, could you send me some music for me to use? You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. It just, it is different. And so then, you know, you got someone like Smoke Break telling everybody that, you know, I'm coming out with podcast equipment and she's not lying. However, I didn't think about that though. She spoke that into me, not the other way around and me sharing with her x y and z because i didn't think that far ahead so that ain't nobody but god because he already knows i'm only gonna listen to certain people god knows how to communicate to me in ways where i know it's only for me so he communicates to me through music through shows and through certain people who enter into my life and going back full circle to the choose me that go, that enter into my life and choose me not choosing me for what i can bring or what looks good at the time but chooses me because i am me and i think now i have enough i have strengthened not enough but i have strengthened my discernment to pinpoint Who's choosing me for what factor to where I already know how to operate and talk to them? So, for example, let's take it on a personal level, right? So it's a guy that they entered back onto my, that, you know, trying to enter back into my life some way, somehow, which he never was really in it because I already peeped how he moved. You know what I mean? You can't, you can't, you're not finna, you know grab me and keep me and maintain me because you want to flex about you know allegedly because I don't know if any of this is true uh about money or how many properties you say you got or you know you want to throw out all of these name brands these brand names that I probably ain't even ever heard of so therefore I don't even care and I don't and the ones I do know about I still don't care you don't when you when you grow up in a certain lifestyle certain things don't matter to you when you grow up around people that have certain things it don't matter to you so that don't matter to me if that makes sense so like you gotta use something else and this is why i say some guys just don't read a blueprint you can read a business contract allegedly but you can't read a blueprint when a woman is telling you what not to do and then literally telling you like that don't work for me and yet you keep doing what you want to do you're not listening this ain't gonna work so i don't entertain i ain't i'm not because there's nothing's going to come from it and you just want to you know flex and that ain't cute to me that's weak sauce to me. That shows more insecurity about you 
than anything. And if you that insecure that you got to flex to me about what you got as if that's going to sell to me. Then that means whatever I got going on, you're going to try to insert yourself and make an identity out of what I got going on. And that ain't going to work. Not only that, my family will eat him up and chew him alive. So it's just that ain't going to work. So let me help him save himself. Because <laughs> before the person could even really like just get to me to me, like my family going to drill the hell out of them. So there's that. Feel me? Like, I, you know, that's a whole nother story on a whole nother day on why that happens. Um, but anyway, the point is, is like, um, just, just the fact that, wait, what was my point? Cause talking about dreaming big, how did I branch off into that? I was talking about something personal and I made the comparison and then I got sidetracked. See, I had a whole squirrel moment. If anybody can remember where I left off at, let me know. Cause I had a whole squirrel moment. And if not, then I'm just going to go ahead and segue back into it. So, <laughs> cause I forgot. Um, hold on. Let me put this back on. Cause that's what Ooh, that was loud. My bad. Hold on, let me play this. Good afternoon, Evry. Shout out to you. Shout out to everybody in the building. What's that, Kia? Look, I spoke you up. I said I mentioned you earlier. Uh what's hold on? Who is it? What's up, Anthony? How are you? Good morning. Um or good afternoon. I don't know what part of the world you're in. Uh so, yeah, like saying all that to say, because <clears throat> I don't know where I branched off with, with the whole personal thing or whatever. Um, I don't know why I segue into that. I know it was for a reason, but I can't remember. So there's that. Welcome to the squirrel moment of my two cents. Uh, but the whole dream and big thing, like when I so going back to what I was saying about like with smoke break, because I remember that part and how she spoke life into me about the whole podcast equipment thing. Like, yeah, like I never didn't, I didn't think that far ahead. You feel me? Um, I really just, oh, I was talking about being chose. That's what it was. I was talking about being chose. Okay. I still don't know how I segue into that, but anyway, um, so yeah, like it's, the fact that people who I'm grateful for that have come into my life who choose me for me and then speak life into me, like, so there's Smoke Break, there's Bex the Million, there's Pedal Like, you know what I mean? Um, of course, there's my cousins that I hang out with on a regular basis. There's that, but in a sense, that's kind of like almost like a gift. Well, not even a giving because like even that still, they can be your family, but you don't choose to be around them. So they do choose me. Right. But that brings it back home to what I was saying and back to San Francisco in the Bay Area of me feeling craving and being chose. Right. So. And what God has for me and how I know he speaks to me. Right. I know I can understand now and I can identify now even more of why people connect with me okay now i remember why i segue in old boy okay i segue in old boys like because he 
like wants to choose me. He talks all this game about wanting to choose me, but yet, like, I know it's really just for superficial purposes, if that makes sense. Okay, so that's the point I was driving. Okay, I knew we would get back around to it. Just had to give me a little bit of time. Okay, uh, <laughs> just had to bring it back full circle a little bit. Um, so yeah, like. It's, I don't think there's nothing wrong with wanting to be chose. It's about the intention on why you're being chosen, though. You feel me? And I know that I'm one of God's chosen. Just like how Carlos King said in that video, right? Like, he's been doing what he loves since he was 12. I I can say the same thing. There's there. I have not had not one job or one career or have done one thing where I didn't say at one point in my life, I want to do that. When I was seven, I said I wanted to do radio. Seven or eight. Um, at one point when I was in third grade, I did think about being a massage therapist. Because my auntie would want me to give her shoulder massages because she had, you know, she was in car accidents and stuff. Like my mom, you know me. You know, this is all before I knew it, it was even like a real profession. Cause ain't I'm not seven, eight years old in the eighties thinking about or early nineties thinking about no profession in massage therapy. You feel me? And I was only inspired by doing radio because I saw another black woman do it. Which also touches bases on the fact of how people say black people haven't progressed or they didn't see black people represented in certain areas. That's a lie because I did. <laughs> so there's that. Shout out to Renell. Um, uh, so I don't know, yo. Like, I just, I understand my assignment. And I feel like the older I get and the more experiences I get and the more I come across people who choose me for me and not what I can bring or what look good at the time what like don't choose me to be an ornament and I think I'm better at discerning who wants to choose me to be an ornament versus me choosing to be an ornament if that makes sense so like when I go sit in certain audio rooms right I don't say nothing and I mean audio rooms as in here on stereo and on the other apps like I don't say nothing I choose to be an ornament I choose not to participate because I don't feel like me participating will add value to the situation. Now, one could argue, no, everything you do brings value and you should speak up and you should say something and let it be known. You ain't got to say everything all the time. Every time is not your time to speak. So if I don't get the urge to speak, I don't. If I don't feel like there's not going to be any value because the environment of the room isn't really about wanting value. It's just like, ah, uh, we just here kicking it, being playful kind of a thing. There's no reason for me to insert certain things that I know may be incorrect or could shed light on a situation. So I just choose to be an ornament. So if I do speak. It's because I feel like I add value. I control the value that I bring. You know, that's the one of the reasons why I don't partner with a lot of people on doing shows. I don't mind 
collaborating. I live off of networking and collaborating. Like I sit in a show, well now every month, but used to be every week where I would tell people network or no work. You know what I'm saying? Collaboration is important. Going back to what the theme of the, the weekend was in collaboration, you feel me? Like I'm all for that. But I am so picky at this point. This point, see, listen, when you get burned the way that I have gotten burned, you are extremely picky at this point. So it was super funny yesterday when um Thaddy Sky said <laughs> when Thaddy said that he was trying to call me up on a panel, right? And he couldn't, right? And I'm I know that because I had the setting set to where nobody can just randomly call me. You know what I mean? I said that I turned that on when the TikTok kids got here or whatever because they were blowing up my phone. Uh however, it's it wasn't on because I feel like I'm on some like Prince type hype. You know what I'm saying? But collaborating, I do feel like I'm on some kind of Prince Michael Jackson hype. And not because I feel like I'm that girl. You feel me? Like on some conceited, like whatever. Although one could argue I am, but I'm not in that. Um, I'm not arrogant like that. You know what I'm saying? Like not to say that that's arrogance because it's definitely confidence. And it only becomes arrogance when you, you know, downplay other people however like i don't even teeter totter on that like i might pop my ish like i might pop my collar and talk my shit a little bit you know what i'm saying but that's very far and in between for the most part uh and i'll i'll, I'll touch on that a little bit just a real quick uh word lesson because i've learned a very valuable word lesson last week about not calling yourself humble that that blew my brain <laughs> when I heard somebody say stop call stop saying I'm humble and stop claiming to be humble, that hit different. And I, I'm gonna break that down real quick before I go. Okay. So um uh like I might like I will, I'll pop my shit, I'll talk my shit or whatever. You feel me? Because I know what I can bring to the table, but I know that that's not of me. This is why it's uncomfortable for me to even take ownership of having, you know, what one would call the Midas touch. And I've mentioned it before because that's not me. That's not the, the, the flesh me. That's the spiritual me because I'm being used as a vessel to help and participate and add to someone or something else. Right. So I don't take credit for God's work. I don't do that. One could argue, but it's you're doing it like you're the one who made it happen. Faith without work is dead. So I can have I can do all the work I want to. But it was because I had the faith to put in the work to do it. So faith is still first. You feel what I'm saying? Like, so I don't take credit for that shit. The part that, but what's crazy is, is I don't take credit for being used as a vessel, but the flesh of me always takes the brutal hit of when, you know, when people want to act funny, you know what I'm saying? And move different and then be disrespectful. So when you get burned the way that I publicly have gotten burned, you feel me? You're just a little bit more cautious on who you collaborate with and who you jump on a panel with and where i interacted you know what i'm saying so it's it's just a little it's 
all of that goes together like a pimp name slick bait when it comes to me you feel me um and it's and it's it's helping me for the moment but i know evolution's going to happen and i might open up a little bit more but right now i'm closed off like unless i come to you with an idea of a show idea or whatever i'm a little hesitant unless i've already seen your body of work then it's probably like yeah okay i'm here for it you know what i mean that's like um it was suggested at one point like somebody at someone suggested in one of my vibe chilling chat rooms which i will be bringing back vibe chilling chat i just had to get used to my daughter's schedule uh but <laughs> one of the things that they had proposed was me them and one other person having you know conversations right and doing a show the thing is is that the stuff that you talk about i don't talk about and i don't put my business in the street like that i seen a post the other day on social media about how challenging it is to be an influencer when you're hella private and i am hella private because i know how this game go <laughs> so it's, like, <laughs> so it's kind of like yeah i share i share enough i share enough to drive the points but i'm not gonna just be out here like opening my jacket like hey look at this like i'm not i'm not that you feel me you you give me in doses you might i'm a you micro dose me okay no that did not sound right i micro dose the information <laughs> i micro dose the information about me and my life and my experiences to make it fit and that's to protect me you know and those who i'm connected to because you know like i've said before you know the read name don't just stop with me you feel me so it's it's a it's kind of like what they call them like a a, a crest it's kind of like that you know going generations before me so that's why i'm very mindful and i'll pick and choose or whatever the case is because i don't know what the future looks like so i don't i want to make sure that you know the name is in good standing under under me at least you feel me especially if my children decide to go into any type of whatever industry they want to be a part of like my oldest she wants to go into the anime graphic design design industry you know well she's pretty much like already got her foot in the toe i mean her toe in the water but that but that's just my point you know it's a legacy behind it so i gotta make sure i'm responsible with my part so that's the reason why i moved the way that i move i'm not just now creating a legacy i was born into one so i automatically do have to move different and then add to that the anointing on my life like what carlos king was talking about i have to move different and what's a you know you know what this is okay so this is where i'm gonna segue into the humble part okay because old boy said stop saying that you humble my bad i did not see this message 
Eret, I feel like I know you better. You never talk about your love life. <laughs> so, uh, them people let me off work. I'm in here with you now. What up? Oh, snap. Okay, then. Um, yeah, my... <laughs> I don't talk about it because for the most part, it be dry like a Sahara desert. You know what I'm saying? I, there are, there's certain individuals in my life that kind of just, they just linger. If that makes sense. They just linger. And they're not even tangible. But they just kind of linger. So... There are moments, especially during the Mercury retrograde, where they kind of like all pop up out of nowhere. Right? And my phone might be not as dry. But then as soon as we hit the shadow, you know, the shadow post retrograde or whatever, it kind of dies off a little bit. You feel me? For the most part. And then it goes back to like just superficial checking in like, hey, how are you? And da -da -da -da. You feel me? But they're always the ones that kind of initiate it or whatnot. And that, that's like, I mean, this other dude, like he, I think he's trying so hard because he knows he don't got a chance with me. That's what I really think it was. <laughs> like he's trying super hard because he knows I'm, he knows it's not going to happen. And there's nothing he can say that's going to make me believe otherwise because he already showed me who he is. Because in a moment of opportunity, where there was a fork in the road and he could have chose me or chose somebody else, right? And I don't mean as far as being in a relationship. I mean, just as far as you had something going on with this chick, you did not tell me that there might have been something going on with her and she's getting at me. She's threatening to come and pull up on me and my house where my children lay their head at. She's threatening to do all of this. I don't, and this is when like stereo was new, new. So I don't like, I'm still learning everybody. I don't know who the players are. I don't know who these people are or nothing like that. I know a little bit, but I don't know a lot of bit, right? And so there was a moment of opportunity where, you know, she talking to me crazy, right? And so I'm checking him in the back chat. Like, what's this? Like, she's only, she can only talk to me that way. If she feels some way for you, that's not, that's how women operate. You feel me? Cause they feel like the other chick might be a threat, which I wasn't even a threat. Cause I wasn't shooting my shot at him. He was shooting a shot at me. Right? So the fact that she getting at me, but he's not checking her on it. He's not letting like the foundation be known of what is happening. Like he's not saying none of that. So then when the opportunity strikes where he's like, is he going to console her or console me? Just me and him are on the panel. This is when you can only have two people. He and I are on the panel. She's in the comments going crazy off at me talking stupid, right? He gets off the live with me to go console her. That's all I needed to know. So he he already knows he don't got a shot in hell with me. He knows this or heaven. He don't got a shot. I'm cool. I'm done. You showed me that I would never be a factor. So that's a problem for me because if I'm not a factor and a priority, we're definitely going to have an issue. I am. Look, at the end of the day, I'm an only child. 
So that means I will always be a factor. Period. I'm gonna always feel some kind of way if I'm not a factor. I don't care if it's in a group setting, solos, whatever. I'm gonna always feel that way. It just comes with the territory. And you know what? That reminds me. Um, be on lookout because I will be opening up a room to break down more of what it was like growing up as an only child. And I know I used to do a show with Roy Truth about that, but I feel like those shows are so old and outdated. And, you know, I ain't never unblocking him unless he can man up and, hum, you know, and apologize and swallow his pride. You feel me? Um, publicly for two weeks, the same way he did dragging me for two weeks. If he can't keep the same energy like that, then yeah, he's never getting unblocked. So there's that. So I feel like I'm going to recreate uh that subject matter and do it my way the way I should have did it before. Hey, E. Reed, just coming through here showing some love. How you doing today, sis? What up, Tay K? Look, I spoke on you earlier. I was like, look, I pre I appreciate how y'all conducted yourselves in handling the situation and all that kind of stuff. Um, and I appreciated how both groups could even be on stage. And they, you guys weren't like, rah, 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 rah. it wasn't a whole bunch of noise. Like it was a dialogue. And I think that's growth and maturity when it comes to this app, especially given the fact that it was two groups going at it. You know what I'm saying? I mean, y'all trash talked, y'all, you know, there was some disrespect on up in there, but it was still a dialogue though. It wasn't a screaming match. And I think for the most part, I'm going to take the positive of that. You know what I'm saying? Because at least, you know, at the end of the day, there's enough room on stereo for everybody to coexist. Period. So there's that. So shout out to you and your group. Um, so let me pull this humble thing up real quick. So the word humble, having or showing modest or low estimate of one's own importance, a low social, administrative, or political rank. So when dude came into the audio room the other day and said don't call i don't use that word humble i don't call myself humble if you understood the real definition of the word you would stop saying it too so i immediately got on my phone and looked it up and i was like you know what you right i not i don't want to be claiming being humble having or showing a modest or low estimate of one's own importance do like do we realize how we use that word when they be like oh i'm humble so that means you think you're below you're like you think to yourself you're below anything else or someone else and we shouldn't even be thinking like that humble beginnings understandable because at humble beginnings you start off with could be nothing and then you elevate yourself right you start at the bottom and now we hear kind of a thing that makes sense but the day i heard him say that i no longer have that in my vocabulary to say i am humble because the words i am are already powerful words to use in describing who you are so with that being said and shout out to raboni selah who was my teacher for public speaking because that was one of the um the exercises that we did in class was talking about who you are as a person i am and when you use the words i am you own that you claim that 
right? So me saying I am humble, that's literally me putting out into the universe that I want to be below level of anything. Yeah, nah. That contradicts on what the anointing God put over my life. Because if that were the case, how is that everything that I have thought of, he has made opportunity for me to do? And not even just to do, but then to excel at it and then be put in a leadership style position. You know what I mean? Which still, which means there is responsibility that comes with that comes with that leadership role and with that title, whatever that looks like. It could be a crown, like King and Queens of Stereo. It could be a check mark and being verified. It could be, you know, it could be uh well back in the day. You know, in the 80s or whatever, it was the corner office with the windows. You see what I'm saying? Like it was certain things that that just was uh, that made it seem like you were there, like you were it, like you were established or whatever the case is. You feel me? And so who am I to take away by using a word incorrectly thinking and believing that I am that? When I have lived a life that proves that I'm not, it's counterproductive. It's counterproductive. So that's why I'm like, oh, shout out to Carlos King. When I watched that video this morning and then I had already had on a shirt that said dream bigger. I'm already surrounded by people that dream bigger for me, even though that wasn't even on my agenda. I have people who dream bigger for me emotionally and mentally that challenge me to look at things in a different perspective because I want to remain in a humble position because that's where it's comfortable and that's the devil that I know. Yeah, no, nah, man. I'm cool. So, yeah, it's just kind of like... That's why I know... It's kind of like, that's why I know that God uses different mediums and different avenues in order to talk to me. And I'm just glad that I am able to recognize what those are and be open to listen, to receive it. So that I can live to fight another day and build another day. Because like, after I get off here, you know what I'm saying? I know I said I was going to have movie day, you know, movie time later or whatever. Um, which I am, you know what I'm saying? But given the fact that, you know, hey, there's still some juice on my soundboard, I might open up another room and binge watch something. I don't know. You feel me? I haven't thought that far ahead yet. All I'm saying is, is that um, because I am choosing not to see myself as a lower importance, I'm going to operate from a higher importance. From here on out. And I've been exercising that on a regular basis. So to me, what does that look like? Exer you know, operating out of a higher importance. What do I need to do for that? Okay, I need to feed my spirit. So I read my daily scripture, right? Um, I need to feed my body. So I pay attention to certain foods that I'm eating even more so now because especially like i don't know what kicked off in the summer but like when the summer was like kicking off like i don't know my body just started reacting in different ways 
to certain foods. And so I feel like it's just evolving on its own and it's doing what your body is supposed to do, which is healing itself. Right. So I feel like my body is naturally doing it. And then I'm, you know, me consciously, I'm trying to catch up to that. So I'm being more aware of that. And then, um, you know, uh, my environment, I am dumping a lot of things out where I'm like, ah, I can still keep this. I can still reuse it. Like I'm one of those kind of people, like, you know, like my grandmother was like, you know, you reuse it until you can't reuse it no more kind of a situation. But no, I'm going to just get rid of that shit. You feel me? Like, let's just let's just get rid of it. Like, forget it. You know what I'm saying? Let's just um, make more space so that new stuff can come in if, you know, if necessary at this point. So I guess I'm kind of practicing minimalism a little bit. Uh, and so you got your spirit, you got your body, you have your environment. And then mentally, right, because I do know that I have to, you know, based on, you know, what I am diagnosed with and stuff like that. Like, I know that that's an all day situation. You feel me? Because anything for the most, not anything, but certain things that I may, you know, run into or may hear or whatever, which through no fault of my own, but just that's the way the day is going, could not, could possibly be a trigger. You know what I'm saying? So being more self-aware about that and then also just checking in with myself like, okay, well, how am I feeling right now? Okay, I'm feeling pretty good. So it's like me being on here, right? I went to go drop off my kid and I was like, you know what? I kind of feel like talking. But where do I want to talk at? Okay, let me go to stereo real quick. Because at least at the end of the day, even... At the end of the day, I can always just, I can download this audio and put it someplace else. You know what I'm saying? So it's, it doesn't, it's not just me like creating content, but I'm actually doing what I feel like doing because I feel like it's okay to do. And apparently there's something I, important I need to say and to get it out my, get it off my chest, whether it's encouraging others, encouraging myself, breaking something down, giving my opinion, you know, and it kind of just all went together like a pimp name slick back. And I just made it, you know, put it all together versus doing like separate this, separate that, separate this, separate that. Like, so now I feel like I accomplished something. So there's that. Right. And it wasn't even on my to do list to do, you know. So. Uh, so, yeah, just certain things like that. You feel me? Um, and. That's how I'm I'm starting to exercise operating out of my higher importance at this point. And that is going to be my theme going out of 2023 and into 2024. Are you operating out of your higher importance? Or are you choosing to remain humble? Because I'm to the point now where like, I'm going to make that a shirt. I'm to the point now where I'm like, yeah, why should I remain humble? To make other people feel comfortable. Because it certainly don't make me feel comfortable. Lessening myself. Because that means me doing that to myself. I'm going to be okay with other people doing it. Because however you treat you. Is how you're going to allow other people to treat you. Which is why I am the way that I am. When it comes to 
my personal my personal relationships especially like romantic ones like i know what i like and i know what i don't like i don't put myself in situations to just endure things because i don't like it i'm not gonna do that so if that's the case right and i'm treating if i treat myself better than what my potential partner is gonna treat me that's just dumb that's working bass backwards. <laughs> you get it? Bass backwards. Ass backwards. Yeah. So yeah, that I'm not gonna do that. And if I'm gonna apply that philosophy to that scenario, right? I'm gonna apply it to everything. Cause one of my favorite taglines is same philosophy, different scenario. Like it just simplifies things a lot more. And I like simple stuff for the most part. The only time I wanna be challenged is if it's going to be rewarding at the end, but just to be challenged to be challenged. Yeah, no, that's just confusion. And if you're confused, you can't operate out of your higher importance. You can't receive what's really meant for you because you too focused on the confusion. So yeah, no. You know what I'm saying? It's kind of like what the other Carlos King video said about not being focused on the applause because then you're going to be a prisoner to the booze. You know? I can admit to that. I can admit to that. I definitely did that. I did that in regards to stereo. I was over here throwing little temper tantrums and stuff. I ain't gonna hold you. Like, oh, okay, well, ain't nobody gonna come over here then. Oh, my numbers went down. And, oh, ain't guess ain't nobody paying attention to me. Or whatever the case is. But you know what? At the end of the day, it is what it is. Because the people who do enjoy me and do listen and do hit the playback and do come over here, they already know what it is. So that means, like, it... If you got five returning customers versus having five new customers every time, I will take the returning people than the new people every time. I'm just saying. I mean, and that just goes to show and challenging me of, okay, you you know how to, how to operate everything. You pretty much have a, a well-oiled machine. You just need to know where to implement what to wear so that not only are you doing what you love but you're being more productive times five and you're building communities on different platforms to where maybe one day you could bring all those communities together in one space because i ain't gonna hold you See, this is where you talk about dreaming bigger, right? One of my, one of my dreams there, I watched the. I was on Facebook one day. This was like years ago, years ago. I was on Facebook, YouTube, the, um, the rock, you know, the band, they did a concert in Ireland at a castle. Freaking phenomenal. Like all those people in a castle okay a castle right beyonce ain't doing no concert at a castle so all i'm saying is that was no shade what kind of shady 
But shout out to Beyonce. Look, sidebar, I almost bought tickets, yo. For real. There's this app that I use, and they be selling like last minute tickets or whatever. And I almost bought a ticket. The ticket was only $200, $228. I almost got the ticket. I'm not going to hold you. I almost did. But then I was like, buy a ticket or go home. Beyonce, Bay Area. Glitter, grind. I go home. So, <laughs> so I'm going home. Anyway, uh, so <laughs> I forgot why I brought that up. Oh my god. Um, why did I bring that up? I saw I tricked myself. I squirreled myself again. Um, I don't know. I forgot why I segued way into that. Uh, but at the end of the day, <laughs> at the end of the day, I'm just. I'm I'm gonna operate out of my higher importance and I'm just gonna be more mindful about everything. Um and see I'm still trying to figure out like where I segue into the whole Beyonce. Oh my my dream, my dream, my dream. Okay, so <laughs> YouTube did the concert at the 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 castle in Ireland. And so because at the time I was already doing open mics, right? I was performing at open mics. Yes, I used to perform. I actually used to perform. I used to recite my poetry um weekly. Um so anyway, so I uh, was attending open mics and then I was also hosting open mics, right? Through my iRock team. And so uh I had this vision that I told Igor and um and Nick about and I was like, yo, I want us to throw an iRock open mic at this castle. I was like, does that sound crazy? And of course Igor Igor in his such supportive way, he's like, hell no, that's a good ass idea. Like Igor is just that guy. Right. And of course, Nick is more of the the particulars of like, okay, well, how will we do this? Like he's more of the planner. I was like the visionary and Igor was like, come on, let's just go. And then Nick was the, you know, the particulars. So that's why we worked. That's why we were like a really good group together. You feel me? Um, so shout out to my IROC team because IROC ain't dead. You feel me? It's just laying low for a little bit until I can find a right home for it. Because there's a certain home I have envisioned for it. But I need to do a little bit more technical networking, if that makes sense. So anyway, so that's where I want to do it at. I want to do a huge open mic showcase at the castle in ireland because i really just want to hear a crowd of 30 to fifty thousand people screaming i rock i mean there's a certain way you have to scream it but still that's what i want to hear i just want to hear it i just want to hear what that frequency sounds like so yeah it's gonna happen and I just, you know, I just wanted to be 
a moment where everyone that I have come in contact with that I genuinely support their craft and their talent and I have seen their glow up and their ability to not stop no matter what type of challenges comes their way trials and tribulations I just want to see them hit that stage at a castle just so they can have that as a life experience because I don't think there's too many people that can say I ride, I performed at a concert at a castle in Ireland. I don't think that's a normal sentence. So, yeah, there's that. Um. So yeah, all in all, to close that part out, you know, um, wrapping it back up with the you know humbleness and you know collaboration and you know being mindful on what you're going to focus on and all that kind of stuff. Like at the end of the day, just check in with you first, check in with you first. If you feel like there's deficits and where you, and you got to be honest with yourself. If you feel like there's deficits somewhere, you know, be honest about it. Don't be embarrassed. Cause you're not the only one on out of 8 billion people that feel that way or have that deficit. You just not. You feel me? You just may feel like that, you know, um, be honest with yourself and see, you know, where you can kind of fill in that gap or whatever and celebrate, definitely celebrate the positives and who you are. Um, starting October 1st, there will be like a 31 day challenge, um, that I will later announce the closer it gets to September. But I will have a 31-day challenge for here for stereo. Just just to see. Just to see if people really are open to what they say. No. Just to see if pe- people will really walk the walk that they talk. And it's not to be judgmental about like if they do it or not. It's really just to observe and see. Because I think it's important. The the challenge that I'm going to bring, I think it'll it's going to restructure your mindset. Which is the whole point. And I know it works. So there's the other thing. I know it works. Uh I tried it before. <laughs> so yeah, I think I covered everything that I want to talk about because now I'm just randomly thinking of what to bring up and what to talk about, which means it's time for me to go. Okay, it's time for me to go. And although I love, 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 um, uh, what's her name? These two women, uh, Jeanne. You feel me? Uh, there is a song that I did want to play though. But listen to them while I look for this song.
Okay, I found it. And it's actually one of my favorite songs. Okay. Like, it's definitely on a lot of my, um, <laughs> not a lot of my playlists. So, this is uh, Janelle Monet's uh, Tightrope. Like the back of a matchbook That if that's will fold you on your Mac Book clothes show shut you down Before we go go backwards Act up and whether we high or low We gonna get back up like the Dow Jones and NASDAQ Sort of like a dog in my hand right? Come on Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. We 
And see, at the end of the day, it is a thin line. It's a tightrope that we all got to walk. You feel me? It's a matter of how you going to balance yourself. Which side you teetering on? Because you don't want to fall. And if you want a physical example, right, go get you a balance board. <laughs> go get you an exercise balance board. You can order one off of Amazon. And, you know, for me, that is a physical way for me to remind myself that it's a balance, you know. Uh, even though, I mean, naturally, it'll always be a balance because I got Libra in my chart. Oh, wait, before I go. This is the other reason why I brought all of this together because, you know, it's got to go in threes. So I got to go together. Um, this is what my co-star said. So this ties into, you know, the being chosen, the collaboration and, you know, the song I just played with walking on the tightrope and the balance and all of this stuff. And what Carlos King said, like this all goes together. Right. And then dreaming big. So look, my co-stars say, look, aha, and now see in your rising sign, it changes every few hours. And guess where it's at right now? It's in Libra. Uh-huh. <laughs> Alignment? I think so. All right. It says, uh, speak, and it's talking to me, of course. Your actions connect you to everyone in an infinite casual chain. Today, you can make someone feel appreciated and respected, understand what makes them tick, and you can make them feel seen for who they are instead. It's up to you to figure out what you want from this. This month, your sense of well-being relies on your willingness to delay gratification. This is a commendable move for someone who can let their need for stability stunt relationship growth. This is a good time to practice loving other humans from a place of honesty. The broader focus of your life during this time is to remember that nothing is permanent and your current, current sense of powerlessness will pass. This is a difference between staying safe and being stagnant. You don't have to leap off a cliff, but you should try something new, which is exactly what I'm doing. You know what I'm saying? So there's that. All right. All right, so that is all I got for you right now. Uh, appreciate y'all pulling up on me. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> the last two standing. Check yourself and Big Daddy. Thank you so much. I'm glad y'all were here. Uh, I appreciate y'all. Have a wonderful, wonderful Monday. And I'll see y'all later in these stereo streets.